I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. All right, let's start with the quote of the day. Classic from Bruce Lee. One does not accumulate, but eliminate. It's not the daily increase, but daily decrease. The height of cultivation always runs to simplicity. Wow. Solid. And that's excellent. Grabbing these quotes out of Tim Ferriss' latest book, Tribe of Mentors. Nothing but solid gold, just like the cover of the book. And today, we're talking about Facebook. Let's do it. All right. Facebook, not just how do I make friends online? No. We're talking about business Facebook. Mm. How are we going to turn this thing into a marketing machine for our business, even if we know nothing about it? So where do we start? Where do you start? Okay. So, and this is, you know, there are many different ways to skin a cat. First of all, you have to have a Facebook profile, a personal one. Even if you don't plan on using it, I get that. So I've accepted social media more and more as as I've gotten older and and I've had kids and it it makes sense for me in that regard. You have to have a personal profile to start a business page and you have to have a business page. And there are several different ones, local business versus organization. But let's specifically talk about a local business. Local business is going to get a ton of options from your Facebook. In fact, products like Moz Local are going to take into consideration the address, the NAP, name, address, phone. Uh, See episode one for in-depth on that. It's going to take into the, your NAP into consideration. and Along with Google, it's going to give you the option to use Facebook. So if Moz is, is plugging you off of Facebook's information and Google's information, who are we to say having a Facebook business page isn't more important than just that? Exactly, exactly. It's, it's equal as a level of importance, I'd say for sure. So why don't we start with a little bit of background on Facebook, why is it important, and why it's a lot like Google. So Facebook can be scraped by Google. And, and um, you know, they're in the game to win, and we assume they'll always win, but Sears isn't winning anymore. So right. who are we to think that uh, life stays the same in that regard? Absolutely. And same thing with MySpace and other social medias. And so things are always changing. But today we're talking about Google. And so Google scrapes Facebook, and that's why you'll do a search for a product or a business. And the businesses, Facebook, will oftentimes beat their website. Yeah. or other directories or other articles and resources. So one, we want it because it takes up a space on page one in the SERPs. And, and oftentimes it can fight as far up as, uh, you know, top three, top five. Uh, Facebook has a ton of authority. We're going to use that authority to our advantage and create a mirror image, a snapshot of our business. And people are mostly, you know, a, a lot of people here in our culture are moving to mobile so they're already mobile-friendly, way more mobile-friendly than most websites. Oh, yeah. And it's basically call, review, get address, similar to the, to the Google map. It's all about action. No-brainer. It's all about closing the sale on the spot in a split second. And so if you think about it through the lens of uh, closing the sale, it's a no-brainer because they've really, for a business, they've really streamlined it. 
you know, it's almost like they've created a small optimized page for you to very quickly get the business information and details mm -hmm. that you need. So in regard to search results, you know, when you have the business page, you can have the about page and you can write some details about your business and information. At the same time, you can uh, list a link to your business. And oftentimes on our websites, we're going to have markup and open graph, which was, uh, you know, a part of the Facebook's team. We're going to use that schema on our websites and we're going to have little things connect to our Facebook. And, and on our Facebook, we're going to think, say things like, you know, check out these cool products, uh, find them over to our website. And so we're right. going to create entries or links to our website, and we're going to create links back and forth. And yeah, that kind of goes right into our next subject. What is going on my Facebook page? So what's going on your Facebook page is really, you know, the best way to define it is to, uh, Facebook allows you to track um, five plus uh, competitors. So what you need to do is, is Google how to find that. Find that little section where you can add your competitors and follow them. And when they're getting tons of likes and tons of shares and tons of, of love on their page, look at their strategy. Mm -hmm. You can also look at people that already have successful strategies. I'm going to tell you to bucket your posts. Consider having groups of styles of posts. Yeah. For instance, you don't want to always be posting pictures about your deals or pictures about your products or the prices or come see us today for a deal. You want, you want to bucket it in like talk about your client's stories. Mm -hmm. Talk about your own stories. Have a, a, a amount of posts that are just fun, silly, and just, you know, yeah. to get a laugh out of people. Storytelling is huge, guys. You want to engage the customers. You want to engage them. You want that attention. Attention is where it's at. You, yeah. You've got to have that attention. So the attention factor for each business is going to be located in, the, in different buckets. Mm -hmm. and, and somewhere, someone's going to tell stories, and it's going to be the attention factor. Right. Some people are going to love to hear your story, and there's going to be a ton of attention factor there. And then you're going to do giveaways, and there'll be massive amounts of uh, attention grabbing factors there. And then you're going to want to talk about your products. We want to get sales. The whole thing is a marketing tool for our business. We yeah. want to get conversions through this whole process of talking about things through Absolutely. our business's voice. Yeah, and guys, there's no reason to try to reinvent the wheel here. If someone's already out there doing it and it's working, yeah. it's right there. You just have to go create your own version of that. It's really easy. You don't need to spend and waste time and money on something that's way outside just to be unique. You can become unique, but if you're in the beginning stages and you need that phone to ring, just start with what's already working. And also other people's process, you know, how they get all the likes and activity, it's not trademarkable. Right. So ripping it isn't really ripping it right. in the traditional sense. Yeah. You're looking at a process they're using, and you're going to apply that to your business with your content, with it, your message. Exactly. Yeah. You're, there's nothing shady about that. It's nothing just shady about it. methodology that works. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right. So resource of the day, real quick, we'll talk about the Facebook pixel. What is that? So the Facebook pixel is a chunk of code that you can get from the... Um, the business section of the of the Facebook, it's basically no different than any other code that you're going to put on your website, so that you can track conversions, okay. you can track uh, analytics through cookies um, about your 
viewers, about people interacting with you, so that you can remarket to them. Then you can get analytics about their activities and their likes and their dislikes, and that way you can really hone in on who you should be spending money to get your message in front of. Yeah. The pixel just it's just a piece of query or, or code that we're going to, you know, go to the back end of our WordPress website, I pray you have. And you're just going to go to the the edit screen, header.php under the header, you'll drop in the pixel. If you're like us, we use the tag uh, Google Tag Manager for everything. So yep. we'll just you can just follow the pixel instructions. It'll tell you exactly how to drop it into the Google Tag Manager. I'll put a link in the video. It's it's Google Analytics, but it's the second line down Tag Manager, and you can create tags that fire, and, and you can do a ton of tracking traffic coming into your Google Analytics. All of this is connected. There's tons of information out there how to set it up. There's like measuring schools that teach you real in depth uh, stuff on analytics. But that pixel, it's going to give us a refined picture on how to remarket and truly how we should market and how to spend our dollars. Exactly. And if you've got someone doing your online stuff for your business, this is a good litmus test. Do they know about Facebook Pixel <laughs> if they don't? Yeah, so, you know, and just if they're not up to speed on it, it's not that big of a deal. It's really an SMM thing, social media manager type thing that really should know about the Pixel. But a good SEO-minded web developer should have a good mind on all the pixels and all the codes that should be going into your website, such as analytics, uh, Google Webmaster Tools, Bing Webmaster Tools, yep. Facebook Pixel, having all of that nested into the Google Tag Manager. I know this is out yeah. of off topic, but these are an SEO-minded web developer is mm -hmm. going to allow you to track conversions to see the yeah. truth behind the quantitative. And even we want to try to look at some qualitative things. Yeah, and those are the basics too. Those are, you know, going back basics. to our phone book analogy. Yeah. That's where you're registering with those search engines. You want to make sure your site is up to snuff so it's showing up there. Yep. All right, so we got the technical side of it. Let's get tactical. Let's get down every day. What are we doing? How many posts per day should I be putting out there for my business? And that's a, a great question. And what I would say, Dave, is first and foremost, check in your competitors. See what okay. your competitors are doing. See what people that are buying and liking those that are trying to do what you do. See what they're doing. I personally think that three to six posts a day is absolutely where it's at. Mm -hmm. um, it once upon a time was don't post more than one or two times on Facebook because a good, as a business because Facebook has abandoned edge rank, has what we call machine learning in regard to who's seeing your posts, and they're squashing it and squashing it and squashing it, and soon no one's going to see your post as a business. You're right. going to have to fully pay to play. And that doesn't bother me as a user. Right. I don't mind that. As a business owner, I have to accept that and understand how do I get my message to the people yeah. and not spend television dollars and not spend radio dollars or traditional uh, marketing method dollars. Facebook is way cheaper, and it's mm -hmm. way more targeted. And so I want to use Facebook effectively Then I'm going to probably post throughout the day and I'm going to watch. Right there has an analytic. How many people, say I've got 3,000 followers, what percentage is seeing it? And I might do a little ratio, uh, views over total people, right. and see what people are interacting with in my storyline more. And I might post a little bit more of that. Yeah. I might look at the times. You can look at the analytics on the back end, see the perfect times. I'm saying post all throughout the day because there's different viewers, there's different people seeing it. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of overlap and a whole lot of whole lot of 
of bombardment because of the way they've squashed it for businesses. Absolutely. And spend money. Yeah. Boost. And, and consistency. I mean, if you're posting that often, there's a lot of noise out there to fight through. So oh, yeah. You want to make sure you have a value add when you're posting. You're not just spamming Facebook because then you're going to be dropping people like crazy. No, you want to make sure you've got a value add, whether it's just straight up entertainment, good for a quick laugh, um, or if it's informative or you're actually helping your customer or potential customer base. You're adding that value. You're building rapport slowly. They keep seeing you pop up in Facebook when they need the services that your business provides, you're going to be top of mind because of that. If you keep popping up in the search, the Facebook searches, you're doing the right things. Because if you keep putting junk content and junk posts on your Facebook, nobody interacts with it, Facebook's going to phase you out. And yeah. you're not going to get seen anyway. Yeah. If you're intera- putting stuff in there that's worth interacting with, that people are interacting with, and getting shares and likes, you're doing the right thing. Thumbs up, keep yeah. it up, and keep tweaking that model. If you're not getting that, you have to change your strategy. You have to post stuff that people like, share, interact with, and spend time reading. Yeah, look, if guys, if you're an auto shop and you've got five phone calls a day with the same question, how do I get my tires ready for the winter weather? Exactly. Right there. There's Boom. a Facebook post that you could post probably every day and get some traction on. And I, and I would write the article on my website. Yeah. And post a link in my Facebook to the article on my website. And, Absolutely. And send, a, you know, send all that traffic to the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's traffic that's going to convert, guys. It's going to convert because the phone's going to ring less and less because people are using their phone for something other than calling. They're, they're Googling that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure you're showing up. All right, so that brings us to action item of the day, Facebook profile, setting up a business page. Let's talk about that for a minute. It really takes one minute. One, and the main thing is having a Facebook profile. If you've got to start a business page, if you don't, some user out there is going to create one for you. It's going to be very hard to gain control That's of trouble. it. And it can be troublesome. Yeah. Because unlike Google, who actually has a phone number that you can call for Google Business, which I call it all the time. I mean, hopefully one day they learn my name. Facebook doesn't really have an accessible phone number, so you're left to their articles. And then they allow you to merge or claim, but it's never that easy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's a page that someone else that used to be an employee created, and they're gone, or, or nobody knows who owns it, and you can't find a true article to how to duplicate it, delete it, and you can you submit it over and over again, and it never changes. It's very difficult. So what you yeah. want to do is, at the as early as possible, start that business page, merge all the others, delete all the others, and consolidate to one page. More pages is not better. No. One page with a consistent name, address, phone, and we're talking to the T. Yep. As it's listed on the website, and Google business on the Facebook. We're not listing it by shorthand synonyms. And if we're saying incorporated, we're not saying incorporated sometimes and INC sometimes and in omitting it other times. It's exactly every the same time. every single time to the T. Yep. And that's how we're going to optimize our, our business Facebook page. We're going to use it as a directory. We're going to use it as a place for real-time marketing to talk to people boost, get in front of them, create a following in a community, and uh, and hopefully close some sales. Yep. And it's just another brick, guys. This is another brick of building that online presence, of making sure that you've got this area covered for your business. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested more in getting help on 
setting up your Facebook business page or if you've done this or you're doing it and, and you run into these duplicate pages that we're talking about that you see someone else has got a page out there for your business already, we've got a bonus article uh, on our website on how to go step-by-step to knock out those alias pages and make sure you get right to having one Facebook page to, to lock that down and make sure that that thing is done the right way. And that'll be posted. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes for that. Even though you get it right, you still have to continually look around. You still oh, yeah. have to continually search your name because people accidentally create alias pages. And it's it's a never-ending thing to watch, and that's why you should have a company watching it. Any Similar to a... Um, a security lock on your bank account, we consider what we do a security lock on your web presence, making sure that we're controlling the message. Mm-hmm. We're not allowing one-star reviews, control the message on Facebook, control the message on YP, control the message on Google and, and Yelp. We control that, and we submit nonstop. We submit for deletions of, of, of employees, mm-hmm. of bad reviews that are BS, competitors. We yeah. are controlling that message, and you have to control that message on Facebook. All right, well, that wraps it up. For this episode, I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. <laughs>